The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And Jesus said to the crowd, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. The Gospel of the Lord. This Sunday, the church celebrates the feast of St. John Marie Vianney. Of course, he doesn't trump uh, the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time, but his feast day is still today, and he fits this gospel very well. He's an example of one whose sights, whose eyes were set on heaven, and his whole life was meant to lead others to heaven. He is, of course, the patron saint of parish priests. He was born in central France in 1789. He grew up in tumultuous years following the French Revolution. During his childhood, it was illegal for priests to celebrate Mass, so he and his family went to secret Masses celebrated by faithful priests in people's homes or in barns. And the courage of these priests instilled in John Vianney a great love for the priesthood. And he, from a very young age, wanted to be a priest like these heroes of his. By the time Jean-Marie was a teenager, it was no longer illegal to celebrate Mass, and he was able to begin his studies for the priesthood. So he went to seminary, but he didn't excel in his academic studies. But he did persevere, and through the challenges placed before him, uh, in spite of those challenges, he was ordained a priest. So he spent the first few years of his priesthood as an assistant with a holy old pastor, and when that pastor died, then... Father Jean-Marie was made pastor of Ars, which is a small village of fewer, was a small village of fewer than 250 people. And hence he's the Cure d'Ars, that's what is, he's commonly known as, is the Cure d'Ars. So his early years as Cure of Ars, Cure d'Ars, were marked by many challenges. The community was very apathetic, sound familiar, and lukewarm in its faith. Most people had stopped going to church during the years of the revolution, and they didn't return when the revolution ended. Most people preferred to spend their leisure time at the bars, dances, and being entertained, and few were interested in worshipping God. As Father Jean-Marie began to win some souls back to God, and preaching the truth of the gospel with courage, he experienced a lot of opposition. Some people even told lies about him to try and get him removed from the parish. They spread rumors and some people even threatened him with physical violence. But he persevered and eventually he won over the little town of ours 
and the word of his holiness began to spread, pilgrims began traveling from across France and even from outside of France to visit the Curé d'Ars and especially to go to confession to him. By the end of his life, he was hearing confessions for 12 to 16 hours a day. His success in winning souls for God did, however, also prompt some jealousy among his brother priests. This is a, an amusing story. Once, amusing story of his humility. Once there was a petition sent around uh, to the priests of his diocese asking that uh, Father Jean-Marie be removed from his ministry because of his unworthiness. And the petition accidentally went to Jean-Marie, Father Jean-Marie himself. He read it and he agreed with it. So he signed the petition and sent it back to the bishop. But of course, the bishop didn't remove him because the bishop knew that Jean-Marie was a holy priest and uh, through him, many souls were coming back to God. So as Saint Jean-Marie well knew, the priest is an intermediary between God and his people. Today, many people are confused about what a priest is. They want many things from their priest. He's an instrument for their, for their comfort, for psychological consol consolation, for encouragement, for fundraising solutions, uh, for many different things. He's just an, a worldly instrument. But the priest, essentially, and, and all those things are fine, they're good, and whatever talents a priest has, you know, God will work through them, but the priest is at heart in persona Christi. He is standing in the person of Christ, the head. And so he is the bridge between God and humanity, between God and his people. And so most importantly, this is done through baptism, by which we become children of God. Uh, it is done through the celebration of the Eucharist, in which God himself is made present under the appearance of bread and wine. He is present, body, blood, soul, and divinity for us to consume God, become one with God through the Eucharist. And he is also, he means present in all the sacraments, but then he's also present in confession in which we receive the mercy of God. And so in these profound ways, the priest brings the people to God and he brings God to the people. And so in these difficult times, we have to remember that, uh, that God is desiring to be one with us through the priest. And we, we can't put all of these other things on the priest to try and solve our problems. It's the priest is bringing us God. We need to desire God first and foremost. And when we desire God first and foremost, then everything else falls into its place. And so St. Jean-Marie Vianney, Pray that we will seek God above all else. Praise be Jesus Christ.